Quality, integrity, reliability, family. Hello, my fellow colleagues. Welcome to the Future of ITEL is Here podcast. I am your host, Renee Saunders. I am your internal communication lead. And I am actually joined today by a few members of our ITEL family. Um, I know we have a representative from Mexico. If you can just give us a little thing, pick up yourself, give us your name, and just also give us one fact about yourself. Muy buenos dias. My name is um, Evelia Corpus. And one cool fact or one fact about myself is that um, back in the day when I was in high school, I was known as the bionic woman because I was the fastest girl on campus. Wow. Okay. Okay. So are you still fast? Um, yes, I could say that I'm still fast. Gotcha. Okay. All right. You know, we have a lot of runners here in Jamaica, so that's something that's very impressive. I know. <laughs> yes. All right, and Evelia, what is your role um, at the Mexico side? Um, I'm the senior director, and I am the head of department of two clients as well as of the site. Okay. And supporting our Mexico employees. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. All right, so, okay, so we have a representative from St. Lucia. Go ahead, give us your name, your title, and um, one fact about yourself. Hey, good morning, Renice. Good morning, guys. I'm Kieran Long. I am Senior Vice President of Operations based in St. Lucia. And a fun fact about myself, um, my previous career before I got involved in the BPO industry was I used to work with rock bands. With rock? What? Wow. Yeah, man. Okay, what did you do? I used to be like tour manager and production manager. So when a band came over to Europe to do a tour, I would take them around and live with them on a bus and, oh. you know, and, and go around all the cities and play play concerts and then get on the bus, wake up in another city and do it all over again. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Like, do you miss that life? Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah. It was fun. It was good. It was good. It okay. Was good. It was good. Yeah, I think I, yeah, yeah. Enough said. It was good time. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kieran. And we also have a representative from Bahamas. Hi, my name is Cindy Nixon. I'm the site manager here for the Bahamas site. Um, one cool or uh, fun fact about myself is that I'm a huge comic fan from Marvel and DC. Woo-hoo. So anytime something new with Marvel or DC comes out, I have to watch it or read it. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you very much. And thank you for taking the time out to join us on this podcast. I'm sure that, you know, our other colleagues are very interested to hear what we have to talk about today. And I know that like 2020 was a very hard year for everyone. You know, the pandemic, it brought about a lot of unexpected challenges, changes, uncertainty, fear and loss. And as a company, we are basically emerging from the pandemic more connected and stronger than ever. And I want to know, like Kieran, what were some of the greatest challenges your operations faced during the pandemic? Because I know you guys are relatively new. Uh, yeah, thanks, Renice. Um, so yeah, it was interesting for us because actually we we built and opened our St. Lucia facility um, mm-hmm. during the pandemic. So that brought with it insurmountable challenges in terms of actually having to um, go through a construction and building project and go through the recruitment of people and you know start up a brand new site and 
I think that um, from from the point of view of, of Saint Lucia mm-hmm. as a project, we had um, uh, we, we were limited in the amount of support that we could have by bringing people over. There was quarantines, there was travel restrictions, etc. So we had to do a lot of that ourselves and do a lot of that virtually, which um, you know which was new for us and was not something that we expected. Um, and then from our operations point of view, I think the transition to work from home. Um, it was was the it was sort of the biggest challenge, not just for um, you know the operations that were the, the, and the agents, but we had to learn as a business effectively how to do that, you know. And you know, I myself had responsibilities outside of Saint Lucia in Jamaica, and um, you know, so there was a lot of how I could you know adapt to to, to my team working um, virtually as well, and and how we could do that, and also the clients then because they had. Um, they were obviously adapting because their customers were maybe, you know, shopping more online or, you know, something like that, which was driving their volumes up or down. And we had to be able to respond and flex to meet their requirements. So, you know, I think th- those were really the three main challenges for us in terms of building the build the facility, how we transition to work from home and being able to be flexible and respond to our sort of like the dynamic effect for the marketplace for our clients. Oh, OK, OK. All right, thank you for that. But, and now, Cindy, back in the Bahamas, like, how did you guys, you know, go through this? Like, what were your greatest challenges there? Well, as you know, we would have just been in our recovery phase after Hurricane Dorian had hit the island in 2019. So this pandemic really threw us off guard. Like Kiran, we, the biggest issue for us was transitioning our agents to work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the infrastructure for agents to work from home weren't in place because a lot of the areas where our agents lived were affected by the flooding that we had here in the Bahamas. So oh. it was a struggle trying to get persons to transition to work from home when they didn't have the internet connection that they needed to function in their role. So we had to basically assist agents as much as possible with getting whatever connections they needed with the various service providers that we have here on island. Mm-hmm. I was glad to say that the our operation teams, we really worked together well with the agents to make sure that this happened and mm-hmm. we were able to successfully get majority of our staff to work at home. Um, another thing that really affected us was trying to find now a platform for the agents to use as a communication with ourselves, with the management team to make sure that we're giving them the support that they need. Yes. So for us, that was two of our major challenges here in the Bahamas when it came to transitioning during this um, pandemic. Okay, and you know what? I'm actually glad to hear that overall it has been successful because you know, this is something that I imagine had to happen like right away. So we had to get these people working from home so that they could continue doing their jobs and to know that it has been a success, you know, kudos to the team and kudos to everyone that contributed to making that happen. All right, so um, Evelia, tell me, how are things going on in Mexico right now? You know, what's the status of the lockdown? Do you guys have a lockdown? How is work at home going? So um, basically, like our country has been in um, red for the longest. Um, we're starting to um, see certain states that are in orange mm-hmm. um, but unfortunately with um, and I think it's human nature right we have been in lockdown we have been restricted 
of not being able to go um, out on certain hours or certain places, our elderly as well, right? Um, along with, with, with the children. So it's gotten to a point now where, you know, in, in the country for us, Holy Week is really, um, because the majority of the people of the population is Catholic. So it's really a big time for us to take vacation, to go with our families, or even just to go in and unwind. So because of that, last year, everybody was very conscious and there really wasn't a lot of traveling. I think now this year, um, the government is anticipating that because of everybody being in the lockdown, everybody's so tired, they did see a higher influx of people with reservations. So we anticipate a third wave. Wow. Yes, we do. And so um, for us uh, as a company, what we did was we immediately transitioned all of our people to work from home. And um, actually for us, because we had, we were the pioneers here in Mexico with one of the um, companies that we were already working from home, that was our specialty. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't that hard for us to adapt and to be able to understand what we needed to do, how we needed to approach um, the the problem or the situation with other with for other clients or even for our um, employees. Okay. So, um, mm -hmm. yes. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for that. And um, for Kieran, what do you think the long term effects are of this pandemic, or especially you know on ITEL? Um, well, you know, I think everybody's talking about the, the new normal, but, you know, one thing about ITEL is that we're, we, you know, we're a really dynamic team. When we, move, we we change things quickly, we move things around, and the new normal for us um, is the long-term effect, is that some of our clients are really happy with the work-at-home performance, you know, that actually are, you know, that, that we've had a boost in productivity, we've had a boost in client metrics, that we've had a boost in employee, enga employee engagement across some of our accounts. And so the new, the, the long-term effect is it's actually given us, um, you know, we're, 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 a, we're a slick, savvy work-at-home operation now, with clients that are happy for us to keep people in that area, and um, and I think that has changed us permanently because we we're, we're looking at how we can um, adapt and expand on that, and how we can all of our programs, all of our projects, all of our planning now um, involves a percentage and portion of our staff working at home, and and we need to you know learn how we can best engage with them and keep them involved and um, uh, you know and make that a, a going concern. So. It's um, it's part of our daily rigor now, where it, it wasn't before the pandemic. Uh, yes, yes, I agree. And um, has ITEL changed permanently in any way at all? Has ITEL changed in any way? I think the realization of this. What? Um, I think the realization of of you know of work at home has changed us. You know, to be more. Um, to be more inclusive, like I think what, what ITEL do now, certainly since I've joined the company um, like uh, close to 18 months ago, is that we use more channels of communication more effectively with our employees. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it's not just a case of like they're in front of you, they're in office. We need to be more inclusive. So we're using more mediums like, like the podcast that we're doing at the moment. Um, to reach out and engage with our staff and, and, and keep everybody feeling connected. So that, I think, is the, is the biggest change for ITEL. Okay. Okay, thank you very much for that, Kieran. 
And um, Evelia, like, what is your department doing right now to help our employees like navigate the challenges and the impacts of the pandemic? So, really, some of the things that that we've done is, for example, um, over in Mexico, <clears throat> there is a law that was just rolled out, um, implemented as of January, which we are going to subsidize some of the um, electricity and internet for our employees because wow. of course yeah because of course you understand that being working from home does have a toll right on their on their income so yes. that's one of the things that that we're doing um the other thing that we did also is um while we're not all in the office we mm -hmm. also offered um if ever they should have a situation where um they had an outage or simply you know their their internet went out um they would just let us know and immediately we would accommodate them right to be able to go to the office and they know that they can count on us and they have that as a backup the other thing that we also did was um if and when they go to the office you know taking all of the precautions and they also have all of the um we have this, the wipes we have the masks everything right so that we can ensure that when they're in the office and their well-being. Um, we also had meetings with them and also check up with them. Like I'll check up with them since we have teams, right? So I'll yeah. log in and I'll check I'll check up on my some of my trainers. I say mine because they're in Mexico, but I know that they belong to Kadeem. But <laughs> nevertheless, right? Um, I'll check up on um, our other agents for other accounts. And simply on the people that report to me, right? I still check up on them to see how they're doing. Um, and every now and then I'll send them a treat. Ooh. I'll treat them to lunch or I'll treat them to a snack. Mm -hmm. I've done that, yeah. That is nice, I love that. Yep. That's very good. Cindy, how about you in Bahamas? Like, what is it that your department is doing to help our employees? Well, like um, Evelia, we're checking in with our staff making sure that everyone's comfortable and their whatever effects that they were feeling because like Kiran would have mentioned a lot of persons were feeling the effects of just being at home and not being able to go out mm -hmm. and that was playing on their mental health so what we've been doing is making sure keeping in contact with our staff making sure that they're okay and if they need an air to vent or just talk and just talk about whatever it's going on with them personally we make ourselves available to them to make sure that they're comfortable so they could come back and function as a team. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Right now, we're still under curfew, but um, I think things are getting better now. Wow. I must say, like Kiran um, had mentioned too, a lot of the performance we've seen an improvement on our side with, with the team working from home. Mm -hmm. I mean, you still have some technical issues here and there, but the performance itself has improved and we're happy with those results. Okay, all right, that's very good. Thank you very much for that, Cindy. Kieran, do you have anything to add? As usual, you know, I've got something to add, Renee. Yeah, so it's, uh, um, yeah, so what do we do differently? I think some of the things that we've done here and particularly in St. Lucia, um, I can speak to is like, we've engaged directly with the Ministry of Health and the government about making sure that we're 
you know, meeting the, the protocols. We've engaged with the government about, you know, um, how we can best work to keep, you know, to keep our, our staff in gainful employment and protecting, as Yoni says, lives and livelihoods throughout the pandemic. And, we, and we've worked to see what it is that we can do that, whether it's something about our, our you know, our, our, our social distancing on site, our regulations about temperature checks, about how we do things, etc. But then additionally, it's like engaging with Ministry of Health about getting vaccinations in here for the staff, you know, so, you know, about, you know, um, how we can do that and how we can get that provided to everybody, how we can provide transportation for, for, for people door to door, um, you know, at the kind of uh, bookends of the day, whenever the public transportation might have shut because there might be curfews and lockdowns. And, you know, so we're constantly flexing and, you know, what we're doing there to make sure that, as Johnny says, we're protecting lives and we're protecting livelihoods. And I think we've built a really good network to be, um, and we're very fortunate to be able to have, uh, um, you know, direct links to be able to be, you know, in touch with decision makers at, you know, at government level to be able to make sure that we can follow through on that promise of, of you know, of um, of keeping the, the the operations alive for our customers and the, and you know, and keeping you know the jobs alive for all of our employees, which I think we've done across all of our locations very very successfully. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much, and I really do agree with that. All right, guys, so um, I'm just going to ask each person like one question or for you to just give me the number one way we can help each other. You know, as ITIL family, how can we help each other through these times? That's one way. So, Kieran, since you last went, you can just go ahead and give me that one way. I, you know, I, I think um, one of the things that's ring true for, rings true for me, um, and it's not just in St. Lucia, but I'll speak, I'll, I'll speak predominantly, you know, I'll speak um, primarily about that is that you know we've grown as a business we've opened up a new facility we've brought a lot of new people into the itel family and you know whilst a lot of people would be you know two years ago they would have been in front of us we would have had a lot more time to help manage develop and bring those people you know um with us on, on the on the journey to make sure that they were understanding everything they did we're doing a lot of that virtually um and i think it's really understanding about those you know that we're that um, that it is a different time and that we need to be reaching out to engage with our staff, whether they're a new agent, a new supervisor, a new workforce management analyst or real-time analyst or ops manager or HOD or whatever, is that, you know, are we are we working closely enough with them to realize that we need help with them, you know, help them to, to be able to be successful in their role? Yes. And and that's one thing that, that I think that we can, um, um, that we can continue to improve on, um, particularly as we go through, you know, growth and we're bringing more people into the positions, etc. Making sure that we're giving them every um, foundation that the possible to, to be able to succeed in the role and not uh, compromising that in any way, shape, or form because it is the new normal or restrictions or or any of that kind of thing. So I think that that's the the number one way that we can help each other. Okay, thank you very much for that, Kieran. How about you, Cindy? me, I think keeping the lines of communication open. Yes. Um, I know we always talk about being empathetic with our customers on the phone. So I think as leaders too, we need to be more um, empathetic with our staff, mm -hmm. making sure that we're listening to them. Because sometimes, not all the time, you know, when they mess up, it's something that they intentionally do. Sometimes it's just an underlying issue that's probably going on personally. Yes. So 
we need to be more empathetic to them and just keeping the lines of communication open to make sure that they're okay because when they're okay then the company performs well and then we're able to work well as a unit and as a team so that's why i think one of the most important things that we need to continue on doing thank you for that cindy i really love that and appreciate that thank you and evelia what's the number one way we can help each other as an itel family so i know that each one of my coworkers has elaborated on on what you know we could do but one of the things is um like how did we what did we do to be successful in these types of situations mm-hmm. and then what did we learn and what can we do better and what did each site do because then as a company we can just bring it all together and then have a plan if ever we're in a situation like this again or even like Karen said if this is going to be the new normal what does it mean as i tell so that across all sides we're unified in what we're doing for our employees and for our clients that is excellent thank you very much for that Abil. i'm giving you like a baby clap right now i'd like her to be louder but thank you Yes, you're very welcome. As a matter of fact, thank you guys so much. You were also amazing, also great. And you know, I really do appreciate again that you took the time out of your busy day to just come and meet with me and to share your perspective on this. And yeah, that's it. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Adios, and you know. <laughs> thank you, Hennessy. Thank you. Thanks a million, guys. Thank you, Hennessy. Okay, guys. Take care. All right. All right, bye-bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>